0: and we're back baby believe it or not i'm walking on air i never thought i could be so free flying away you know that song classic absolute banger uh mate the uh the old faithful, early 2000s um i need a need to give it a play i forgot the name of the band so it's a shit reference but it was uh do you remember in primary school days in particular you would do your like um to, uh, monthly or termly concerts and like everyone would be invited to school at like 5 30 and you would like everyone would bring like their best flaming shirts or their best bloody mambo shirts and then you would do like an hour of dancing but my school didn't let boys and <laughs> girls touch each other so you couldn't yeah anyway so that was one of the bangers there and a little bit of backstreet boys but yeah so good to be back my brother how have you been buddy I've
1: been good. I've been good. I mean, I've been. Uh, yeah. There's another song that, that goes, da- Been Dancing on My Own. Is that that's
0: a good way is to been, put it? for been your Dancing on My Own. State of affairs. <laughs> that's
1: it. It's, it is. Whoa. I mean, if we want to get into that, like, I've got a whole can of worm if we can get into that. <laughs> Look, let's just say, when I say Been Dancing with Myself, it's been kind of like Dancing with Myself. And then, you know, hey, and then sneaking
0: in. So we'll you no know? just talk no, before the. Uh, you know, getting our beaks wet again because we really haven't even chatted between us for a while. Like, we've both been pretty busy and been doing the damn thing. You came up and visited Coffs Harbour just before Christmas, but we're talking about sort of a good little focus again for the both of us on training and getting, like, some good systems put in place where we're kind of um, tracking, you know, the workouts and, um, you know, upper body splits generally, uh, upper and then lower, uh, but also focusing on... Um, you know, strength and hypertrophy, which has been really fascinating. Um, And I've just noticed that, like, they're not too, they're not mutually exclusive, right? Like, as you start to, train in a way uh, where you want to build muscle, for example, you're, you know, you're going about 70% to the 10 to 12 rep mark, you do get stronger as well. So when you do go for like your heavy sets, or maybe your heavy days, when you're looking, you know, only for a couple of reps, your weight increases. So it's not like you, you train for muscle and you don't get stronger too. Like, I find that really fascinating. And the same with conditioning as well. Like, if you ever do like a drop set, or if you do like a high rep set on maybe three to four uh, max weight. Like, if you are been training strong for your bench press, for example, like you can do twenty, twenty five reps on that on that light stuff, kitty stuff, easy days. So, I feel like that uh, that correlates well with life as well.
1: <laughs> it really does. It really does. And it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta mix it up and you know switch it up yeah, and uh, keep keep coming back for that biscuit. You know, the thing is, it's uh, I, I I find it. I always get. Uh, <clears throat> a little bored and a little demotivated after a while so I always feel like I need to switch up something you know switch up so it gives me something new challenge really I mean you could do the keep doing the same basics for the rest of your life and you'll be in great shape and there's no denying it but you know I think there gets to a point where your muscle even stops like you know hit a plateau because that your muscles know exactly what to do how to do it your brain knows exactly what to do and how to do it and how to do it most effectively without wasting energy and causing any damage to the microfibers of the muscle that you need to you know grow so that's why i think always mixing up your training it's always kind of good for both mentally and i feel like i need
0: i need that to Um, keep my habits going as well like i for most things in life like if i don't give that little bit of variety to myself then i tend to um, you know, motivation goes away pretty quick. Like I, generally there's like a baseline motivation of like why you want to do it. But um, the habit starts to get less and less important for me. Yeah, if, I, if I'm training constant, I think that's because we've been training for long enough now where it's sort of nothing's overly new. I still love like one of my favourite things is um, getting seeing a new exercise or an exercise we haven't done for a long time, and for some reason I discarded, uh, and then doing it, and then kind of getting learning it again, and feeling like a bit of a rookie like that. I feel like that's a mad feeling, and that's one really clever way. Even introducing like a split squat into my leg day like made me excited for leg day again. You know what I mean? I used to never do those, so I feel like that's a good little good little trick to um, yeah, yeah. to do the same sort of thing to keep <clears throat> yourself going, I guess
1: yeah yeah for sure at the other day i actually did something similar i was like oh you know um before the lockdown i was um i my one of my goals were for last goals were for last years was to become uh, uh fitness goals i should say was to become really good at my pull-ups and before the lockdown initial lockdown hit in sydney i was like i was i was like doing like 10 reps 20 kilo plate push up pull-ups right and that was the strongest pull up. And like, if anyone's ever done pull ups, you know that those damn things are hard. hard. So I was to be able to do twenty kilos, I was pretty impressed. And then lockdown hit. And I just totally disregarded it. I was like, forget about pull ups. Who, who needs pull ups anyway? <laughs> it's not like I'm up. gonna be <laughs> hanging off the bridge. So I disregarded those, and I just went back to them. Yeah, I, I went back to them the other day. I was like, oh, like you know, oh, I forgot these were good. Like you know, it just it was good. I was like, oh, I'm so shit at these. Let me. <laughs> let's get back up let's get back up on this again so it's always nice to have that uh you know um little little push you know what t- i'll tell you what it's like uh you know remember those merry go round rides right back in the days you know when you s- jump on it jump off it and you spin it around and you spin back it around and you jump on
0: it yeah yep yep yep
1: yeah yeah those spinny rides so it's like you know when you first push it or push it you have to kind of run around it run around it and then after that, once you're going, you know, you're on the go, you kind of just quickly step off, just do a little push here and there and then keep moving. I think that's what it's uh, training is like. You know, sometimes you need to put your foot off the off the wheel and, you know, just uh, give a little nudge and a push and then you keep the ball rolling. Otherwise, uh, you know, otherwise yeah, uh, the...
0: And you remember what own. it's like, your body the and your brain and your everything remembers what it was like to be back there. Um, and, you know, I, particularly with COVID, sometimes you, you put the weight plate on your own belly without even realising, so you don't need the plate. Or, you know, maybe I've gone back to, because of my shoulder injury, I'm not quite as strong as I used to be, but I've gone back to doing the assisted pull-ups on the platform, and um, really just been focusing on getting that full stretch and like mm. that good control. Um through the pull-up and it's definitely when i do my free weight ones like i definitely am definitely am getting getting back to where i was before but yeah it's such a there's um i feel like it's probably the most difficulty even like a really heavy squat i can i can get pretty close to what my max was even if i don't do it for a long time but like pull-ups just they disappear so quickly like that body weight stuff the old faithful um push-ups like gone, go so fast I'll tell you what really goes for
1: uh, three things I've noticed: pull-ups, deadlifts, yeah, bench press, and definitely, yeah, bench press goes like you know, go yeah, goes goes quicker than uh, you know. My good Shout mate's out to
0: those good mates. I think with pull-ups. If you oh, sorry with deadlifts, if you can a mental part of that initial lift, that's sometimes the hardest bit. I think you can sometimes remember that you need to push through that, so you can still do a decent weight. But you feel like your back is just going to cave in, and your hands like I lose my grip strength really fast, and you're yeah, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I do, t- I do, t- I tell you what it is. Yeah. Maybe it's different for me because I work a desk desk job, right? If I if I stop deadlifting, which at the moment I'm I'm willing to admit that I've you know i'm neglecting them and because it's a it's a it's a loop right it's a cycle what happens is like i sitting down deteriorates time, your eh? back like nothing else in this world i mean sure we, we all know humans aren't designed to sit for fucking eight hours a day but you know we do it anyway um but you know it really does and then over the years i've just noticed my back deteriorate and deteriorate i mean I, there was a, there was a time and younger days as well, and my muscles weren't and mature. I was like deadlifting hundred sixty five, hundred eighty at <laughs> points, and then day day, that's <laughs> why can, can, that's why my back is fucked. But you know, I I I think there's a, there's a solid aspect of it. it just deteriorates the muscles mm, of my yeah. Lower I did back from just um, the last two weeks. I've
0: my supervisor was on uh, annual leave, so I, I was spending like a lot more time uh, driving on course than I normally do. So I did like 30 plus hours, both weeks of driving and sitting in that position. Um, And we'd stand up and, you know, sit back down and serve people and talk to people, whatever else, but like that constant, being in that seated shortened position like because I haven't been in a desk um for about three years like my knee pain started to come back like my hips are really tight I was stretching them this morning like I'd lost I've been doing like this mobility routine with my hips and I sort of regressed a little bit I'm like yeah this this shit is like you know, when they say that sitting is the new smoking, like it's there's there's some real truth to that. Like, you know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure you're not breathing in bloody rat poison, but oh, you know, 100%. you you are uh, you feel you feel a bit unhealthy. Like, you it makes you feel like you're you <laughs> something's you're aging. It feels like it ages you. I think that's the, what I'm noticing. Eh?
1: Oh, it really does. And I'll tell you what's really interesting. Actually, if you um, when I came up to Kofs Harbor, right, my back was like. Um, I actually did a DJ geek, right? And the table that they gave me was a piece of shit table, right? It was really, yeah. so the, I spent like four hours like bending over my desk uh, turntables, right? Anyway, so I didn't notice that. And, t- and then I went on and then pushed ahead with my deadlifts and then went and went to work and sat down for eight hours after that drove for another five hours. The next day, my back was, uh, you know, there was a few other things in there as well. The next day, my back was just yeah. like dead. And you remember, because I you helped me stretch and stuff. And then that almost took and actually, I'm kind of surprised. I actually thought that I kind of accepted my fate. I was like, "This is gonna go on for the rest <laughs> of my time, life, mate. and I'm gonna be one of those people with chronic pain." <laughs> and it, it it took about two weeks, and I went to this um this Thai mas- like Thai specialty massage place. When I say yeah, specialty, cool. I mean like they were like medical specialists. So <laughs> I know people would just be jumping the gun. Today, so <laughs> you know, there's some specialties there, but I'm talking about like a physio, one of those physios type people. And uh, you know this 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 dude freaking ripped into my back, like and, I out back. and I woke up. I was in more pain than ever before. <laughs> and then, yeah, my low back. I was in more pain than ever before. I went to bed. The next morning, I woke up i was like oh holy shit ever since so then good. my back's actually been way better i don't yeah. know what changed like
0: obviously when it's been much when you're um you're sitting so, like that like your um, hip flexors are in a shortened position and then your your lower back is in like a extended lengthened position yeah. and because you are in those positions for a period of time um uh, i think your body just like the your body just um has to compensate by um um Like allotting its resources to uh, the surrounding muscles, um, and so if you can get someone to push into, like they normally a really good massage or some remedial massage or a sports massage, and release that muscle, it'll start to lengthen and shorten again really well. Instead of just being in that contracted position, it's almost like it, you get a short ball in cricket, and you're like really tense, and you're sort of blocking. And you get used to it. Well, it's like you get a couple of drives out. Like, the off stumps and you start to free your hands up and you start moving really well again and you're not always shortened like that I think it's actually the body's way of preparing itself for that situation being bunkered up but you obviously spend too long like that and then everything gets all clamped and tight like I've been a little bit lapsed on my massages I was doing it monthly for so long and I actually have one on Thursday I'm really excited for but yeah I think that's like if you're exercising particularly yeah, if you do something like that where um you find yourself in in that sort of pain like a good massage there's really not much better um you know and then it oh for
1: sure i mean a while ago i was i used to get a massage when i was straight like before covid hit because i was like uh, i was training a lot at that before because i was doing mma and then still training like weightlifting um I'll tell you what though, MMA with some jujitsu and some weightlifting, there's like that's a deadly combination. <laughs> Not for your body only, but because you still have that raw strength that other people, even though their technique maybe excels yours at times, so good. You eh? know, that yeah. raw strength though, um, so it's pretty good. And uh, um, and I was training a lot, and like I was finding like. I was having like a lot. I was like always in some sort of pain, not necessarily like bad kind of pain. A lot of just you guys sweat, don't so like to lift like weights as well. Massage, so once you get uh, a bit like of foundational cupping, technique, yeah.
0: like your strength really starts to starts to do really well. But yeah, sorry, continue. That's so true.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, and that's that's what I found. I was like at first like I was getting beat up every single day, and then eventually I started like picking up some technique, and then especially with the. Uh, like my game was super weak on like i could kind of protect myself on like on the once we were on like down even though i'd get choked out eventually but it was more so like um this on like with mma like yeah. how much how long i could stand on my feet because like uh before they i they got i got taken down or i took like you know hit the ground eventually so my the, my standing game was pretty weak unless until like it became good and um, like realized like training a lot of legs and stuff, it was becoming harder yeah. for people to actually take you down. Like even if they use a good technique, sometimes raw strength was just like yeah, like technique That's sometimes it. literally like, wasn't enough off, against like, raw like strength. Particularly a single or a double times. leg, like you're at relying times, on yeah. a
0: hinge moment movement, so you're relying on strong glutes, strong um, hamstrings to help keep you up. And so yeah, if yeah, if mm. you're deadlifting, if you're doing leg curls, like you're doing those movements, then it takes them a bit longer because you're able to meet their force. Mm. Um, so, um, and that's super translatable eh? It's, like yeah, literally yeah. that movement that you're doing to shoot your hips away from a takedown is literally what you do if you are, you know, doing an RDL or something like that. So, yeah, that's where, that's where it's like, I feel like some of these guys that I like destroy me as well. Like some of these guys that have got great technique, but like if they lifted just a little bit, oh, they have no idea. But,
1: uh, honestly, all. I f- I felt like when I was doing that, I felt like there's few exercises that made a huge difference: deadlifts, de- deadlift squats, bench press uh, made the huge biggest difference for me. And I actually started doing a bit of because um, I realized one of the, my biggest problems yeah, was I, sure. I was I would always get tired keeping my hands up, like my hands would eventually drop. Mm-hmm. So I doubled on my uh, side lateral raises. Yeah, and then those those motherfuckers wouldn't even go down eh? <laughs> instinctively. So you know, it's side lateral raises because those are the muscles you're keeping them up and like if you can actually you know uh, up that up that and then kind of that became pretty brilliant but anyway like the, the more of the story was I was getting like mm. real I was like always in some sort of pain whether it was like whether some dude <laughs> cut into my neck with his nail or like you know muscle soreness itself um so I started getting like cupping uh cupping done at the time and like some dry needling and some massage like that was a game changer like to be able to maintain such like six days of pretty much training uh, and you know, still be able to work full time and stuff. So that was pretty insane. Could, probably not, probably not realistic for a long time. But had to come to an end at some point. Yeah. But or just yeah, it happened good, to be was COVID you know, that I feel like it. there's
0: sometimes you can double down and you know sacrifice social life. Or when it's time, everyone's working, and you know, take a few months to do a couple of things, do some skill acquisition with a martial art, lift some weights, and then yeah, you start. You know, life gets in the way, but if you can capitalize on like three or four months of the year doing that, I feel like, you know, you, you give yourself a good chance of coming back to it later in life. Um, and that's, I'm, a little, I'm going through that a little bit with golf at the moment too, where I ha- I've not been playing very much, but I'm like I'm starting to really feel like I want to play again. And for a period of time, I was like not liking playing. Um, that's why actually why I stopped, also at you a know, time constraint feeding too, and not being able to practice. Um, so that's the beautiful thing about like, acquiring skill like that you can come back to it later on in life and you know I'm a little bit more mature now so I'll be a little bit smarter with my practice and a little bit more cerebral instead of just trying to hit the damn thing like i'll actually be um you know listening to advice that i get and and um you know watching those youtube videos again that's one of my favorite things about training is just going down the youtube rabbit hole you know staying away from the vaccines and staying away from uncle joe rogan no i never stay away from uncle joe he's the best but i'm staying away from that shit and then just spending four hours on friggin knee pain it's like fuck yeah this is good this is adulting (laughs) It, it really is and it's like
1: you know and and i i think you said what you said there is you actually put it i i think that's exactly kind of what i wanted to say and then i think that could be the good that's a kind of a good point as well it's easier to like get back to the things that you've actually started i don't like you know it's uh same thing with like it's always on back of my head to like whenever i see because you know it, i've never literally taken out my uh, yeah. my gloves out of my gym back right and it's always there, just always just in my head or back of my head. It was like, I gotta get back into it, I gotta get back into it, uh, you know. And um, I haven't actioned it yet, which is pretty poor effort on my, uh, you know, behalf. But in saying that, I'm a lot, I'm, I, I know for sure, you know, uh, sometimes this year I'll probably, you know, end up going because I put that in my list to do as well. And the only reason I put it in my list to do because it was in my scope of things that I've already done. And uh, you know same same thing goes, and like the next time you do it, you become smarter because you're wiser and stuff, same thing would be you know, the first time I was doing it, I was just like, fucking, you know, just doesn't, I don't, I just want to win, I sort of beat up guys. The first time you you do something, the hardest part, as I say, is
0: starting. And when you do something again, it's not as hard, but it's still definitely like mentally a challenge to restart something, you know what I mean? Particularly because you know you have to be humbled a little bit because, you know, you would have regressed a little bit or um, you need, you know, you forget what that feeling feels like of, someone being able to have their way with you, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's a, it's a good feeling to come back to a, like, ah, oh, this is this bit of familiarity and this. If you get a good gym, it really like there's the bros, you know, there's a good bro yeah. broness to it, I think as well, or female broness, you know, whatever, whatever.
1: I'll tell you, i'll tell you what though when you talk about when someone has your way with you have they has their way with you i'm not even talking about the dudes that throw you around, around like a a ragdoll i'm talking about the trainer who makes you does three thousand yeah, yeah. three
0: thousand kilometers of runs i know before That's, you even start yeah, training. Like skipping five ten minutes of skipping oh. it's that sort of shit like heaps of um heaps of hip escapes or like um, I used to train at Gracie Baja in mm. Sydney and they would do like a 20-minute warm-up before they started doing any technique, which is really good because you got nimble and warm and stuff, but like it would cook you, bro. You'd be dead and you're like, now I've got to roll these savages for an hour and I've got to try to remember oh. what I'm doing, put my hands here and my foot there and I'm like, I can Literally. barely breathe, bro.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I totally agree with you because they would – i remember so i was at, at um, the absolute mma the one that i used to train in so they used to do like a 30 minute warm-up right which was and then yeah. 30 minute warm-up was pretty much its own class right like some people would just go away after the class right like so a lot more like uh, <clears throat> a lot more normal people would join it like people who weren't doing the classes yeah. after as well they just joining in for quick workout as well so it was a pretty much a full workout and what I remember the worst thing oh, that I hated the right, most this was morning, doing vehicle. And Those
0: if bastards you've got a trainer that worst. doesn't let you sleep as well, you've got and to keep then, your butt down. Just when you've you got th- to actually drive your knees forward. You can't just like walk on your hands. Yeah, yeah. You've got to actually crawl. Like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, it crawl. and then you got to crawl that. And the worst part was like, we had like this big ring, yeah. and then they just make you do the whole ring, and then after that, you'd be done. They'd be like, All right, uh, uh was wheelbarrows with your partner, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, Bro, I got nothing, yeah, <laughs> after yeah. doing like 50 push ups, <laughs> I got nothing, yeah. And then, then after, yeah, like, yeah. keep your hands exactly. up. It's what actually hands? such a
0: such a like uh, I, I kind of don't do burpees anymore because I hate them. But I feel like bear crawls is something I need to start doing more of again because you you work the whole body and you work the whole body in in a position that makes you so strong so quickly because you're carrying your weight, your legs, your shoulders, your core. Like keep your core braced. That help. Like it's such a good exercise. I eh? like this there's, there's a couple of those exercises that like like a deadlift that you're just using oh, your is. whole body together, and you just once you start doing them again like that's really hard you start doing them for a few weeks and you get better and you're like this is i i feel strong as doing these ones i'll tell
1: you i'll tell you Mm. if you want to punish your class next time when you have him this is what you can do you can make them do the bear crawls make them do about three to four sets like normal, and then make them do reverse (laughs) reverse and then follow it up with a uh, with a wheelbarrow with a partner, yeah. back and forth about <laughs> yeah. five times. That'll be it before That'll they be all it. drop.
0: <laughs> it's good because you get some whinging, but then people get too tired to whinge. So those are the best classes. That's what my that's what my Chinese said too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they, they just keep going. Uh, good days. It, interesting. Interestingly enough, like just talking about that when you were saying like you know when you focus on things like that, then like you go down on a rabbit hole of the good things, right? Like it's like the whole idea about uh, there's this uh old saying about your think of your brain is like a garden right like your brain's like a garden like some shit's gonna grow in there right and it just depends on what you're gonna grow like you know with if you don't think of your garden like if you don't do anything to it weeds are just gonna grow like something's gonna grow because that's how the nature of the brain you know our brains tend to be focused towards the negative that's why whenever you see like you know there's a crash on the highway you just see you know the crash is clear like the traffic is still slow you go why the hell is the traffic slow it's because everyone is slowing down to look at the freaking accident that's why everyone just thinks about the negative and the looks at the negative right because our brains are wired like that that's why that's why those uh you know market uh, those uh news companies make such freaking great money because they just keep jerking out those freaking horrible articles <clears> would <throat> trump said this or you know the new vaccine mandate what you know so you're just like yeah fuck i need to read out the, you know sydney escape uh, uh, sydney hits the new new normal for what what is this bullshit so i realized like you know um this year i've almost consumed like i one of the things i said to myself was like i'm not gonna consume absolutely no news and i have done like absolutely no news. like the worst thing I, the the worst thing i do at the moment is not even not even on facebook because i know facebook is the worse like i've pretty much stopped using facebook for like facebook scroll feed i only log on to twitter because i i have like two followers on twitter and no one really cares about twitter i don't i don't care about twitter that much yeah and i'll just check the numbers of covid sometimes and then that seems to work um because they post that little picture so i'm like that's fine and then but what i realized was like you know you keep scrolling but you're still going to consume something so i've been listening to a lot more like you know uh, stuff about like uh workouts or like you know Audiobooks books are more or less because you still got to entertain yourself just got to do that and uh you know i the, <laughs> the other day like because i stopped like i took a heavy turn left from like social media how i was using my yeah because like, i was like oh, i'm spending a lot of time on tiktok and instagram as well big time and uh, you get caught up on the thirst traps as well so i was like i i, I can't do that so and then i was, was like started taking up a lot more like reading medium that's why i was like uh like I use a lot more like medium at the moment, which is a great app. You can just read quick little articles here and there, and even they can become an addiction every now and then because I just keep saving articles that I don't really read. but I found uh you know reddit is another another one that I thought was gonna be good. But that was like a whole other rabbit hole because it was just like yeah. nonstop threats. a good like, curated
0: oh, Reddit but, um, thread it, can be really good, but because there's so much user input, like it just gets messy so fast. But you can get a really it's like a good even some Twitter feeds would get really good, but it's just too much variability. Yeah, there's too much just chaos. <laughs>
1: too much, too much. Yeah, I I, I found the best app that if you want to tickle your social media fancy is medium medium is like literally it's like an instagram for articles the articles are no longer than like uh you know maybe yeah like that's awesome actually two minute read or three minute read most articles but but you know you can just quickly go through it like you know at lunch break yeah, and stuff. i just like call. whenever i, want I started to doing
0: less and less as well like but with instagram i, th- I, th- I think and, um, particularly like um because i didn't use haven't used tiktok but You know, you see YouTube shorts and you see Instagram. Um, If you go for an Instagram story feed, it's basically, you know, kind of like TikTok. Um, So I was doing a lot of that for sure. And even it took a week or two, but by that time, I was um, just accessing the app a lot less. And every time, sometimes I would open the app for no reason, then I would close it straight away. Just be like, don't even give myself half an excuse. And it meant it started to really work. And now I'm at the point now where I like... I start just going, Oh, to look for a news feed now I can't even be bothered. Like it seems like too much effort where it used to be like I'd do it without even thinking. So it's sort of like um it's kind of come full circle a little bit, but that's a really good um that's a really good um really good uh, idea. I'm actually gonna download Medium. I've heard a little bit about it. Um I, I've been using like a, for the last bit over a year I've been using an app called you Bible, and that's just the Bible on the phone it's got heaps of different translations um, and there's also these things called daily devotionals so you can have a topic um, or a certain um, basically kind of anything you want to learn about and you can have um, so an expert in the field so a pastor or something like that will explain it for a few minutes and then they'll give you ref- uh, Bible verses to sort of reference that so those have been really good that's sort of Feel like it, those things collectively have helped sort of curb my um my um quench you know my need for constant story feeds and everything like that. But you start getting bored again. It's weird, eh? It's like a trap. You just want to, You want to. You want to full circle it again.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I totally get that. I I, I found one thing yeah. you can do. You can always just unfollow the people who like show up and then you just you only find like just zooming in zooming <laughs> in, you know, like, all T <laughs> D short, you know. You, um, you obviously never the more, those ones. more you follow someone, the more stuff. <laughs> you know? If you unfollow
0: them and then follow them straight away, does that reset it or does it go Ooh. back to just do it nah it doesn't. Yeah.
1: Nah, it's it's the algorithms are pretty good. Like sometimes True. you can even unfollow them. It'll still show you based on like your reference. I, I, I really cut down my followings too. Especially <clears throat> I, I've been doing this for a few years. Like I think I've been unfollowing goals, particularly yeah. that I followed just because they used to be hot when I was younger. And then I had all these like fitness influences that I just followed because they were hot yeah. back in the days. I'm not saying they're not hot now, but I think, you know, that's what my brain worked like at the time, clearly. So, you know, I was like, I, uh, these, these, like there's no value in yeah. this particular content for me is for them to like follow like i think my feed not my feed mostly like if you scroll through it like now is actually just my friends uh like actually my friends like posting stuff um or like few yeah, actual totally. influences that, that i kind of give a shit about like you know for um and
0: and like like, like if well, you if you ever need your outlet um then you can always and go that's... find it. Um but yeah, when you curate a lot out of it, um and then you yeah, you if it stick to one or two um industries for example that you know are being more beneficial than less beneficial or just like your friendship circle you just decrease those followers you start to see the same people but it's like yeah those are the ones i want to see so it's not that hard to do you just sort of got to be a little bit ruthless with it a eh? you sort of can go ah, oh, you know sort of like she's very beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. but she also has like good uh workouts it's like not nah, gone like you've got to be a little bit <laughs> you know you've got to be a little bit brutal um but it, it actually does definitely um yeah it all you can't just, it's like anything, you can't just stop, you've got to cut back before you stop, eh?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what though, I do still follow and I get trapped in it so badly. Which uh, is yeah. the solid anti-maxxism yeah. goddamn! Yeah. I love reading their content because it's just it's, 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 no, because it's just sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes what they say it makes sense. Yeah, it's usually Sometimes bunch. it's just funny because it's so uh, so Sleep, Cerebral sleep, sleep. What's that word? uh What's the word when you are kind of uh only intake the content yeah, yeah, that is yeah. uh confirmation bias. That's what it's called. So it's so con- like yeah. so biased. Like the co- the research you'll find, like they'll cut out, they'll cut out like a piece of content that Joe Rogan said on his podcast, right? Uh, and then they'll position it in a way mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just like pretty much enforces what they're saying. So. It, it, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I, I at this point, I that's an argument that I'm not even willing to give any energy to. Yeah, but it, and it yeah, is definitely hooks hooks you in a, a little bit
0: pretty quickly, and even if you're pretty neutral to it, you will mm-hmm. start to feel a certain way. So I become pretty hyper vigilant to when I start to feel emotional. But um, like the one thing I noticed, and it's happened with a few people, I used to um, listen to Stephen Crowder. I don't do so much anymore because it's just I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't want to be involved with any sort of politics anymore. I'm just not interested at the moment. But, like, I would see things about uh, and, like, the big sort of the the popular thing at the moment is obviously because Rogan's on Spotify now and he's the biggest media outlet in the world is to devalue his opinions or, can you know, paint a narrative about him. And then people who aren't sure or don't know about him or have heard about him or not listened to him or I feel like the people that don't like him, they'll listen to it and they'll just have that confirmation bias radar turned up and you'll, you'll hear what you want to hear and how you want to hear it. But I feel like a lot of people would tune in cause they go, I want to see what the hell's going on. And you hear him talk for a couple of minutes and you're like, dude, I actually really like this guy. Like he's like a, like, he sounds like a friend that I know or something. And then but the, the, he's just getting more and more popular with that. Like the numbers are getting higher and higher and it's sort of backfiring because, um, because, um, because you can see it from even from a year or two ago when, you know, um, like uh, say a, a fox or a or a guardian had two or three million people listening and there was maybe four or five or six million in rogan now some now it's up to about two or three times that now rogan's getting 10 to 15 million and they're getting 500,000 a million um subscribers or listeners or watchers or viewers particularly in the US but um so it's it's obviously not working but it it's yeah it's it's very fascinating So with all the craziness going on, a lot more people, you know, without using the W word, the waking up word, a lot lot more people are starting to either formulate an opinion or just um, uh, tend to be, you know, siding with as much common sense as they feel like they need to. So I, I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think in the last year, it's funny because if you were to listen to the listen to the episodes us just talking even 12 months ago to uh that was our last maybe episode a year and a half ago, which is really interesting because <laughs> no, okay, let, let's say you listen to that yeah 2020 you listen sure, to the episode especially. maybe early 2021 uh, definitely you know well. i don't know yeah 2020 right yeah super like you know and then this is funny enough like someone was talking to me they're like oh each week i talk to you, you have like some new you're like you're like a whole nother person you have like a new ideology i'm mm. like Hell yeah! Like, yeah. imagine if I didn't. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd be stupid. I don't want to be the same. Like, you know, um, you know, I think the fundum, long as the fundamentals and your values remain the same. Like, I, I've I very much, especially in the past three <laughs> months that we haven't done any podcasting, I've become very, very, very much, uh, like, much of like I realize how much yeah. attention I was giving to the politics of the world was more than I, I needed to do, I, more than my no, fair share. I don't think energy, it made yeah. a difference to anything. Mm. I just complained. So it was just wasted energy. So I just stopped, I think. So that's that's kind of my new standing on that. So I'm just like, I think there's far more important things that we can do to make a difference than to just keep, complain and whinge yeah. about it. I think a conversation is always good. Yeah. But when, complaining and whinging is probably non-helpful. Totally. Uh, I think looking, uh, like looking at non- like our mindset, which is always...
0: Yeah since, you know, we really met each other about improvement and constantly bettering ourselves. Like there's regression and progression as well. There's going to be seasons, there's going to be times that you take a step back and maybe you feel like you're doing stuff that you felt like you've moved on from and, you know, you sort of move back through that and then you go away from it again. But I feel like each time, um, that happens, you sort of come out of it with a little bit of a it's almost like a little bit of a clear clearness and a clarity to it. and you're, as you mature as well, like you just get um, you get to see things for what they really are or you get less stuck in certain uh, patterns. Um, and yeah, so I'm definitely noticing that with myself. It's just, um, uh, now it's getting easier and easier when, cause I'm focused on, on, on improving. Like it's never, it's never an upward trend. It's like that, that, that heartbeat up and down, up and down, up and down, but it's averaging across the board. And, and now I, I can't even justify like going down the political rabbit hole anymore cause it doesn't do anything for me. So, um, and that's like really, uh, that's cool. I feel myself maturing a lot, you know, a lot more calmer and stuff
1: oh for sure but the the, the the interesting thing is and that's what most people would focus on and that's what people society fo- forces us to focus on is the is the micro versus the macro even if you look at like look at the stock market right so for example like I've been, I've been investing in stock market for like a few years now right and then i realized right and what i hear i follow a few people on like reddit and stuff like the actual decent investors and like you know i listen to actual actual financial news by actual financial people right in the morning so i'll just maybe listen to that like sometimes right uh, once a week or something okay. like that so cba actually has a really good one right you listen to the actual financial news yeah. versus the financial news that yeah. you get from the news media is so different right because they take a screen essentially what they're doing is they're taking a screenshot of the past 14 days and showing you all the downward trends you zoom out onto the macro you see that that same stock, despite the fact that it dropped 10% was yeah. up by 60% in the past financial year you go okay well that 10% fall means you're still on a net positive of 50% you're, and no one's going to look at that because they're just going to look at the quick quick answer which that they find from the news media or like so to speak and that's that's what the, the vibe of the general society is these days it's very much so focused on the you know what's what's the daily even like even my, uh, you know, I work in marketing and like in sales-wise, right? For example, uh, you know, like, like one. of, This is I won't talk about the company that I work for, right? Uh, be, but there's a company that I used to work for previously, right? There's, so their net profit of the period that I they engaged me in the work to work with them, with their net profit up, prof, net profit increased. Uh, sorry, net revenue increased by fifty percent, in in year to date, right? But in in the months there were a few months that that you know there was a there was a downward trend so they were like i mean you know four out of let's say six months that i worked were actually you know let's say either equal or no more than before right um but there were two months that were actually the it was lower than what they anticipated right but they were always like oh this this month this week is so shit this it doesn't yeah it's it's always hard to explain to people that like if you look at the overarching you want to yeah you want you want to be focused on quarterly Uh and
0: yearly is hard because it can feel like a long period of time um but yeah you you don't want to be looking at the daily the weekly numbers if if at all possible quarterly is going to give you you know every every bi-yearly, so every six months and 12 months that's going to give you a real indicator it's like okay if after six months you know this trend is still going okay we definitely need to address this but it averages out like you you know you're still doing really well and you're never going to be like the market's never going to be perfect people issues i feel like people tend to pay their bills around the same time or shit happens like the weather gets crappy then people spend more money this you know whatever it is that causes that sort of natural progression in life but over the over the three six twelve month period like come at me now like let's speak about that let's not speak about last week let's speak about this three-month period and then it's like oh yeah, it's yeah, doing yeah. pretty good but yeah, so it's it's fascinating hey eh? some people just what they're used to doing or who really knows why what they're maybe yeah they're um yeah you're probably able to speak to that a bit more maybe why you think people are that way inclined it's definitely got to do with like that instant uh, gratification that world we live in nowadays it's all about sort of you know uh, planning is is in the in the in the back mind and people's what's happening right now is what people's focused on and um that's definitely like a little bit of a um a lockdown mentality as well because it's uh you're sort of focused on it day to day i feel like that's a little bit of a um effect that it's having on society it, it was definitely heading that way in you know pre 2020 but i feel like this has definitely accelerated that a little bit
1: well this i mean well, interesting enough, interesting fact for someone from working in e-commerce, right? And this is actually an article that I want to write in and actually say, you know, the inside scoop for someone who works in e-commerce for people who don't know, you know, this, oh, <laughs> the 10 secrets that e-commerce companies don't want to know, even though I want them to know, so I'm going to do kind of something like that. But but interesting enough, like I found, so the two yeah. of the most popular days on a few e-commerce are Thursday and a Monday interestingly enough so obviously my job as a marketer is usually to justify why are those two days more popular right so i go okay why are they more popular thursday i found that it just tends to be mm-hmm. the most most common payday in australia is thursday uh thursday or wednesday is the more common day and so even if someone got paid on wednesday you'll find that they may be spending on thursday right also just goes to show how many people live pay to check to pay check they're willing to spend the next day yeah. or the, on, of the day off uh that they they find so The the reason I can I can also tell you that is because you'll find that sales on a Thursday will actually happen later on in the evening a lot more, so Mm -hmm. people are actually getting paid and spending the money straight away. So it's quite interesting. The second one is Monday. I usually find is actually sales happen on a lot earlier in the day. Monday, I actually after after the weekend working on Mondays. (laughs) Monday, so it's really interesting. Actually, so both of them kind of exposing, but you know, one of the things that I uh, that I w- I want to write this article and then one of the things that I wanted to say was you'll find like one of the things that happens uh, in e-commerce more often than it should is uh, and more so ever than more now more than ever before uh, is uh, people will order something and 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes later or sometimes maybe an hour later, sometimes a day later, will write an email wow. saying, when will my parcel arrive? Right. And it's like, my man, like, <laughs> you ordered it 15 minutes ago. I don't get, understand how it's even physically possible for us to get it from our warehouse to your door. Like, you know, it yeah, don't, doesn't make sense. Amazon Are you just bored? Like, 30. is this a joke? Uh, <laughs> and that happens.
0: Yeah. So that that, that actually
1: happens way more than it should. The funny, and, and another, it's, it is fascinating that how people's brains work, right? And the other thing is like, you'll find like, and this is more interesting. And, and I want to touch base on what you were saying briefly before. But I want to point this out as well. So you'll find, like, uh let's say someone's parcel is delayed, right? So most of the delays are caused by Australia Post because most e commerce companies in Australia use Australia Post. And Australia Post in 2018 was told by commerce of ch- Chambers of Commerce, I think that's what they call, that, hey, there's going to be a drastic increase in e commerce in the coming years. This is pre COVID. You should upgrade your system. And they said, no, nah, we're great. We're fine. Let us, we'll cruise. And come 2020, obviously, It was worse than what it should have been because uh, COVID came around and Australia Post has still has no way of capacity of coping with their mechanism. They've been hiring people by the bucket load, but they still can't keep up with the demand. So it's always Australia Post that's delaying, but they're still keeping it's still taking shipments. They're still paying, they'll still take your money, but just won't give you the service. Because and then on top of that, they're so big, so no one just cares. But what would happen is like let's say if you order something and it's late, right? and uh what you'll do is you'll like for example not necessarily you but what people will do is leave a bad comment about the company i will try to explain to them saying hey like it's not us that's delaying your parcel it's australia post uh, and they they don't want to hear that what's more interesting is those same people will go to amazon and buy something or ebay buy something and not even see the parcel for the rest of their life right and they won't do anything you know what it's it's really interesting that the people are willing to Willing to uh, take that step to, you know, do this thing. Actually, have their opinion about this company, even though, you know, they know if, if it was some other company who did that to them, they wouldn't do it because they're much bigger. So I I find that really interesting. So I was wondering if you have any thoughts on that. I wonder why that happens. I I mean I I still still stump to it. I don't understand why that happens. Why do people do that? So why would people, Why would someone not complain to Kmart, but would Kmart complain to a smaller company because, you know, they were... they, they uh, uh, just boss a side was point before, I, think I, find I, that give, really I think I
0: have an idea with... um, Like, I know I'm seeing a lot more FedEx now, and there's obviously heaps of third-party courier companies that do a lot of deliveries now, but does mm. Australia Post have, like, is it just market share they have, or do they, do they still have so many contractors, so many different suppliers that they just, like, have such control over the uh, industry? Uh, yeah, yeah. Australia
1: Post still holds about sixty percent of the market, and the reason they hold the market is because they're the cheapest. And the the reason they're the cheapest Just because they've been around the longest and yeah. quantity, and also the the another thing with the, the reason they can stick like how much they ship. The second one they're cheaper is because they still hold. So if you if I use for example FedEx, right? FedEx actually probably has less chance <laughs> of getting you the parcel, even though they'll charge me about hundred bucks because if you're not home FedEx goes into like this sims mode of like what do i do now like wh- what to do like error error they, they literally start having errors in their brain of like what yeah, to do true, the true. australia post will just take it to the local <laughs> post office right so there is actually a huge aspect like i've seen uh you know interestingly enough um this this <laughs> <laughs> this fedex <coughs> order that i sent to new zealand right and we paid 99 dollars in australian dollars to send a parcel to new zealand yeah it was a box but it was like overnight had to be right so so this was clearly urgent that we paid 100 bucks right i got to new zealand and the person the delivery driver got to the got to the place and he couldn't get into the reception some or to this office right and he couldn't find the door so he got really confused so he just went back to the depot and the depot got really confused what to do with the package. Wow. So they go they sent it back to the airport. <laughs> so the airport got really Returned confused. It. So they said so
0: Yeah. You gotcha.
1: just see back and yeah. forth. I actually still have I'll send you the screenshot of the tracking. <laughs> it's incredible. It's just like weird. back Bloody and forth. Hey? So you know. <laughs> so it yeah. was really interesting seeing how they handle that. So, yeah. Australia Post at least. Yeah, you know, have there's little, no like procedure. There. Uh, correct
0: procedure in place, so hey, people didn't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the, um, and I've dealt with this, with, um, you know, dealing with local companies and suppliers compared to the big ones is you feel more of a human connection, I think, when you're dealing with a smaller company. So if you reach out to customer service or you buy a product, you feel like you're actually really contributing to um, the community, where if you go to Kmart, you go to these big chains, it's like, you know, you're just another number. Um, so you tend to even if you feel like you're reaching out to them, you tend to feel like, well, they don't really care because there's so much volume. Um, so I think people just go, well, if they don't care, I don't care, whereas like a smaller business, even if it's a subconscious thing, they go, well, yeah, I'm helping them with my business. I want them to help me. So I think that's probably probably part of it as well. Um, and I think, I, I think if you're in an in, in industry where people are buying more often for other people and not buying for themselves if you're buying i feel like if you're i can definitely it's not not exact thing but if i'm buying something for someone else like i really am want to know what's going on where it is if i'm buying for myself i want to know as well but i'm a bit more chill because i know it's on mm. my time if i want to give a present to someone else like i'm fucking up checking that shit every day and i make sure you're home you know that sort of thing so maybe that's maybe that's it too.
1: <laughs> no no totally 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 yeah yeah. It's a mixture of aspects, but I always think that's really interesting. And then wh- what were you saying connection before? connection with like, the company, oh, I, uh, think I think it's, I think you know, it's, if, if yeah, you're dealing with those big companies, more, yeah.
0: there's less of that, uh you know, you feel like you're just dealing with a machine and not dealing with people, even though people work for those companies, you know.
1: It's it's really interesting. But the funny thing is long-term aspect, what happens is like this small company that actually still cares yeah. about the companies and there's actually a, get a greater connection because you know each each customer is valuable to the you know it's it's all about percentage right you know one person one per- one customer makes up let's say one yeah. perc- percent of the customer for example right? true for a customer for a company that may have hundred customers that's one percent of the customer versus for Kmart you are uh, make up a f- fraction mm. of a percent you know you know if that on, on, a, on a good day you know so it doesn't even make a difference or Kmart or the Amazons of the world you know so it it's really interesting seeing how, you know, people's behaviours work. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, I think quickly going back to what you were saying before uh, about about what was, I think, the question about people um, buying? Do you mean buying from
0: one company to another? Or do you mean, like, the reason, like, the days, for example, Thursday and Monday? No,
1: no, no, no. I think was there was a question you asked I before it was just that. was about I've the market, like, why did
0: it stray post? No, I'm not sure.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, no, I think mm. it was about the market, oh, like, when people buy or not. Uh, I I think there's few aspects. Like I think there's a lot more external st- external things that affect my, uh, people buying a lot more than anything else. You'd find like um,
0: yeah yeah rainy yeah. day
1: people would tend to spend less, which is weird because you think people are home, but people tend to spend less. Like it's so weird, but. It just happens to be the case. I don't yeah. know what people are thinking. Online particularly. On like, the weekends. Less, less foot yeah. traffic as well. Rainy there's, days is just like bad for business. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, rainy days is a fascinating one. Like, I understand when people have their days off because you're sort of less stressed because you're at home or you're in a comfortable environment. If you're at work, you're generally a bit more stressed and then you want to maybe buy something to make yourself feel better. A little bit of gratification. So then you're more likely to... Like, um, I was like that. I was more likely to even, no, I was at work. I was more likely to listen to a podcast or something when I was at work because I just needed a distraction. <laughs> and at home, I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, I'll get to it. So, yeah, kind of uh, kind of unique. unique. Yeah. All right. So good, bro. Well, I reckon yep, we yeah, uh, sure. put the nail on the head here. As always, mate, we could we touch that hour mark and we could keep on going. But uh, this is a good little one to come back to. I feel like we sort of you know, sort of came back into the flow nicely and we'll definitely uh, pick it back up. I feel like we'll be uh, a lot more active now and a lot more, um, fig- you know, a lot more, uh, you know, uh, servicing to our regular faithful listeners than, than many are great men and women at home. So we much appreciate you guys tuning in. If you've made it this far, we love you very much. I love you too, Nick. So good. Love yeah. you too,
1: man. Thanks for... Uh joining me on the podcast it's good to, yeah, good to have the ball right. rolling like we said all better, good things eh? come back did you or? have
0: anything else rattling in that head mate or oh we've got, oh, got everything but you've got nothing, to come got nothing. So, so good <laughs> all right so good I've episode number <laughs> who knows oh, 33 of the mighty clever right. dummies podcast uh tell your mum you love her. just give her a big old hug for me all right nice nice big squeezer stay safe stay friendly we'll catch you next time